Welcome to Anime Out of Context, a comedy review show hosted by a basement dweller who grew up scrounging terrible fan subs on sketchy websites prior to the convenience of modern streaming, alongside a willfully ignorant soul whose only knowledge of anime comes from the shows forced upon him here. This show will contain spoilers, incorrect information, and copious amounts of adult language. Our hosts are not experts on any topic, and everything they say should be taken with a grain of salt. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I watch all of those fantastic Adam Sandler reruns. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. I don't believe you, Rem. I don't think you've watched <laughs> a single Adam Sandler rerun. I, I've, I've definitely watched Adam Sandler movies. Right. Um... But, like, you haven't been, like, browsing the television and be like, oh, hey, an Adam Sandler movie, let's turn that on. Like, you haven't actively made a choice to watch an Adam Sandler movie. You've probably- I might, I might have rewatched Hotel Transylvania number one. That's, okay, so the only, like, somewhat acceptable Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, like, you can tell that he didn't have as much of a hand in writing, <laughs> from what I can tell. <laughs> Hey, you don't know that. You don't just shit about the production process. I mean, I'll Google that shit right now. Transylvania writers. Apparently, it was based off of a novel? What? Was that novel written by <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, oh, wait. Crazy. Uh, it was created by comedy writer Todd Durham. Huh. Who is the creator of the Hotel Transylvania franchise and Lord Buckethead. <laughs> what a lexicon. Holy shit. So, yeah, no, like, I mean, yeah, no, different lead writer. That's what's important. That is what is So that's important. what we're covering this week, right, Sean? Oh, no, no. As much as, like, I will say, like, the one, one thing I do know about Hotel Transylvania is it was definitely an awakening for a lot of people. <laughs> I mean, once you know what, a, what golf girls can be, you know, that, it sets you down the path. <laughs> but we're not here to talk about that, Remington. Not We're not here to talk about 100% of Dylan's exes and at least 50% of each of ours. <laughs> Shit, man. We're in a box. We can't help it. <laughs> we can't help it. We, we like work in a haunted like. house. What the fuck do you expect? Yeah, no. It, it's That's just the nature of these things. Uh, goth girls are great. Anyways. Um, no, Rem. Uh, today I wanted to talk to you about seasonals. Because, Rem, uh, usually I try to watch every seasonal in a season as much as possible. Like, at least three episodes so I can think, hey, maybe this will be a good episode to cover on the podcast, right? Uh, and I've been doing that. I've been binging a shit ton of anime lately because this season is stacked in quantity. It is, there is so many anime going on this season, like, more so than others. But why? And, dude, I don't have the answers. When will they realize that they're hurting the world? I don't think that's entirely true. I mean, some of these definitely are hurting the world actively. <laughs> uh, but I, there are a lot of shows here and a lot of them have some similar vibes, some like break the mold a little bit, but like as far as this season goes, there's a lot of okay stuff, some somewhat decent stuff and a lot of bad stuff. There's nothing that really stands out this season as top tier amazing se uh, this season. There's that isn't like a second season or a continuation or anything like that. There's a couple fun things that are nice and worth watching, but it's a little hard to justify them as like, hey, this is a much watch of the season, at least in my personal experience. 
All right, so I assume <laughs> uh, that that's not. First of all, I assume that we're doing something from this air currently yes, airing yes, season. Yes, 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 we are. Um, I'm not given a lot of confidence. The fact that you were talking shit about it. <laughs> well, it's not that I'm talking shit, Rem. It's just that compared to previous seasons, some of the stuff that is like new and fresh just isn't like uh, scratching all of my preferred itches. Let's say so. Uh. I've had a hard time, and I want to cover some stuff of the season because, you know, that's topical. It's how we stay relevant. And we did cover one already. We covered Tomo-chan, which was solid. Probably one of the better ones this season, I would say. Uh, minus the one glaring problem, obviously. Uh, but I figured, why not change my indecision of what to show you into a bit of a game? Uh, <laughs> okay, all right. So you couldn't decide, so you're making me decide. More or less, yes. Uh, but right, I did, cool. I, it's not like I didn't do the work. Like, I have researched all the shows that I have as options, uh, and it's just, it's like, I could literally show you any one of these shows and we'd have an okay, interesting conversation and it would be great. It'd be lovely. It'd be fine. I just didn't know which one would be the most appropriate to follow up Grand Blue with. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. All right. Well, let's hear the options, Sean. Well, Rem, uh, I've created a flow chart for you. Oh, uh, a flow chart. I've created oh. a flow chart because. <laughs> this is way more effort than I would have ever expected. Well, thank you, Rem. I told you I did put in the work. Uh, I've created a flowchart to help you decide an anime because one of the oldest, one of the old school ways of recommending anime, Rem, is were through flowcharts. Believe it or not, <laughs> people would create massive flowcharts with like various genres and themes and storylines, and you could just follow them to get an anime recommendation. Because let's be, let's face it. Uh, otaku are pretty antisocial as a whole, so if they can avoid talking to people to get recommendations and find a and follow a handy dandy flowchart, hey, that's better. So I figured, yeah. why not create a simple flowchart with a couple of the options from the season and let you go down and see if it's something that really uh really speaks to you. Okay. Uh, however, the flowchart uh -oh. I will say is a little unbalanced because you know. <laughs> so there's only... a chance I might answer just like one question. Not one question. The only way, Rem, you're going to answer one question and uh, we immediately stop and do the anime is if you use the dog panic button that uh, I gave you like two episodes ago or something <laughs> Oh, like oh yes, yes. The one that I'm still still holding on to, still have. Yeah. And it's entirely on you if you want to do that. I can, You can completely derail any episode we do to do that. That's fine. Uh, but that's entirely on you. However, uh, like one side has a few more options than the other. And you'll pretty quickly figure out which side has, like, more options than the other based on the first question, all right? So are you ready? Oh, okay. All right, so, Remington, first of all, I'd like you to choose between a romance or something else. Oh, okay. <laughs> romance or just something else. Because I couldn't really find a unifying factor for everything else, but there are a lot of romance anime this season. There are a shit ton of romance anime romance this season. Romance or other? Yes. This <laughs> is already starting off phenomenally. I I will go other. The tantalizing miscellaneous. Well, you've made a horrible mistake, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> well, Rem, romance would have been the safe choice because. Uh, all the romance anime of the season are pretty easy, as far as I can tell. There's, like, nothing that's super heinously problematic. Sounds like they're just bland. Yeah, I mean, some are candy, some are just okay. It, that That's just the route we're going. 
But okay, so you chose other. So next up on this list, Rem, is do you want a fantasy or do you want uh, a uh, reality slash modern day? Well, you know, it's an ongoing fantasy that uh, that I'm not doing this podcast. Every day I dream of it. Every day I wish for it. Uh, unfortunately, and this will follow along with my choice, I'm stuck in uh, in reality, and so I shall choose reality. Okay, reality. All right. <laughs> Dear God. Okay. Um, you know, I probably could have put Isekai under the fantasy tab. I don't know why I put it here. <laughs> oh, well. It's fine. Uh, oh, that's right, because it, it crosses over to give you a chance to go. So, Rem, do you want an Isekai, or do you want something that is, uh, uh how do I say this? Um, more action-centric. Oh, God, really? Neither. Oh, I found myself in a hole. I told you. Um... Or uh, the third option that I uh, am just going to tack on here is a uh, quote-unquote slice of life. Hey, you know me, I'm a little slice of life slut. Yes, you are, Rem. Yes, you are. <laughs> God, I'm sorry, Rem. Um... Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, look, Rem, I... <laughs> uh, maybe this uh, flowchart was made a little maliciously. You bastard. Maybe it was made a little maliciously. Like, uh, if you had chosen the romance route, you would have been fine. There would have been no fucking issues. Yeah, but anime romance is bad. <laughs> eh, not always. Sometimes it's fine. Uh, but if you and you chose the other route, uh, isekai, slice, uh, yeah, yeah, none of that. No fantasy. Nothing there. Uh, you you've got two choices essentially, Rem. Uh, and that's between. <laughs> fuck me. Okay. This is going to be a vague, a vague, nebulous choice. Finally, you're going to choose between a show that is questionable from the outset, <laughs> or a show that has one aspect that will make you hate the entire show for the rest of eternity. Fuck me! Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? I will say one of one of those things plays into your personal biases. The other one is just probably an objectively bad choice. I will also note that uh, my flowchart is scribbled on the back of a receipt. So. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I will... All right. What I'm hearing, right, Okay, is that one thing will be like swimming through molasses, and the other thing will just shank me. Um, I guess I'll choose to get shanked. Okay. Neither sound great, but I'll choose the thing that has something that makes me hate it. Okay. Remington? In part, because I am curious what thing that is. Remington, you chose, quite frankly, the correct choice. Oh, thank God. Yeah, because, Rem, uh, the one thing about this show that you're going to uh, hate happens in the first episode and is never brought up again and you don't have to worry about it. Uh, but it will be something that completely ruins one of the main characters for you and you'll never be able to look at them the same <laughs> uh, Because today, Remington, the show we're going to be talking about is called... Buddy Daddies. Hmm, okay. Any guesses on what a show called Buddy Daddies would be about, Rem? Well, uh, it's based on an old Adam Sandler flick, you know? Don't. <laughs> don't. <laughs> don't. Two daddies, one big hole. <laughs> Jesus fuck. <laughs> well, uh, no, Rem, <laughs> no, that is incorrect. Oh, damn. Uh, there are two quote-unquote uh, daddies, as it were, uh, but you're going to feel awful about it because uh, the whole premise of this show is a very simple one, uh, Rem. 
you've got two assassins, right? Two okay. assassins, uh, minding their own business, doing their assassin's job. Uh, and one day, unfortunately, during one of their assassination visits, uh, they, uh, <laughs> well, there's no way of sugarcoating this. Uh, they, uh, have a bit of a hiccup trying to assassinate a powerful crime boss. One of them and, kills a dog. Uh, no. No. Yeah. Uh, one of, and, uh, in the process of trying to kill this crime boss, the crime boss's young daughter, uh, comes in and... Uh, is looking for her father, does not know what he looks like or anything like that, just knows that her mother told her that uh, he was uh, at this big, like, grand mafia building. And uh, these assassins uh, may or may not have killed her father, followed by uh, accidentally adopting this child. And the story is just uh, these two bloodthirsty killers taking care of a small child. Okay. Simple, straightforward. How odd. Oh, I agree. It, it very much feels like they looked at a uh, spy family and be like, okay, let's do that, but different. Well, okay, uh, maybe it has potential? I don't know yet. It, a lot of it will depend on the one thing that apparently I really hate. Yeah, it, it doesn't involve killing an animal, I'll tell you that much. That's good, that's good. I wonder what it is. I guess I'll see. Yep, it'll happen in episode one, and then that'll be it. Then after that, it's just the story about these two murderous dudes uh, taking care of a semi-realistic child and their assassin Semi journeys what, what along the way. What do you mean semi-realistic child? I find the child annoying a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the biggest thing. You heard it here first. Sean says, fuck them kids. <laughs> so, Rem, there's not much else to say. Let's just go straight into it. Let's go watch some buddy daddies. <laughs> they got real horny for clowns all of a sudden. Congratulations, Sean. I'm pregnant. This is not how I wanted to learn this. And we are back after watching three whole episodes of the 2023 winter anime, Buddy Daddies. And Remington, was I correct in predicting that the one action one character takes completely ruined him for you? Or Pretty fucked up that he just left a cat and abandoned it in the middle of winter! <laughs> Yeah, that is pretty fucked up, but Rem, did you forget the part where he's also an assassin and kills people? It look, here's here's first of all, if the premise of this show sounds interesting, go watch Spy Family. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I knew I was gonna say that, but I didn't know that you were gonna say it. <laughs> If you're like, oh, that sounds great. Go watch Spy Family. Um, this this is the epitome of I want to watch Spy Family. Mom, we have Spy Family at home. Spy Family at home. Buddy daddies. Uh, it's just sort of <laughs> look. This is not a bad show. <laughs> okay, but it's also not really a good show. <laughs> Care to, uh, care to elaborate, sir. And that's before taking into consideration, once again, one of the characters abandons a cat. He doesn't even, like, take it anywhere. He just fucking leaves it. In the and he's like, oh, I gotta take it back to where it came from. He wasn't the one who picked it up. No, no, that, that took extra effort. Like, that, that was a conscious decision that he made. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, all right, so let, let, let's talk about the, the show. Uh, we open up with our our two buddies and daddies uh they they kick ass they do a little heist they kill some people uh and they 
they get paid. Cool. Dope. Um, they have to leave early because apparently Miri uh, is sick. Aww. Uh, and then we cut to a few months earlier. All right. Uh, a few months earlier, uh, we, we meet our characters. We have uh, Kazuki, I think. And Kazuki, he's pretty happy-go-lucky. He lives a bit of a decadent lifestyle, a little bit of a hedonistic lifestyle. Uh, also, he feels super bad that, if I'm understanding the subtext correctly, uh, his, his partner and daughter died, tragically. Probably related to his career choice, right? Um, so that's his deal. Then we have Ray, who is what happens if Sean and Dylan have a child. <laughs> it's, Excuse me? He's a, a dark, edgy gamer boy who doesn't want to go outside. And <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> I, I take offense to that, sir. <laughs> uh, and... They they get a mission. They well, first of all, we we have the cat scene because uh, Ray, the uh, goth gamer, he has adopted a cat, bought a bunch of cat food, but he's not taking care of the cat. Evidently, uh, so Kazuki is like, "All right, I'm gonna get rid of the cat," and then he just dumps it in the street, and we learn that it's winter time. Jesus fucking Christ! That is not how you handle this. No, at all. No. <laughs> And this is this whole sh show is uh, premised on the fact that these two guys are going to be taking care of a human child. So, you know, <laughs> doesn't exactly bode uh, any kind of confidence, does it? Yeah, and as, as we'll see, so eventually there's like a crazy job and there's a little girl running around. Uh, they just sort of like haphazardly adopt her after realizing the guy they just killed was the father. Uh, as we go into like episode two and stuff, they're figuring out like, oh, what the fuck are we doing? Uh, what do we do about this? Apparently there's a mother who left the child to the deadbeat dad. Questionable moves. But uh, Ray is like, fuck all this shit. And Kazuki, who largely made the decision. Um, Kazuki, he just couldn't help uh, but be uh, a bad father again. He really just <laughs> needed to rush into that. Uh, and he is a terrible father in, in this case. He's uh, god-awful. He... Uh, tries to just abandon a four-year-old at home alone. Uh, he, uh, he, he, at one point, brings her on a job, uh, assassination job. Already he's killed a bunch around her. Uh, he brings her on an assassination job. She really needs to go pee, and he's like, stay in the van. Uh, she's fucking four, my dude. Yeah. She's four years old. That's not how that works. Uh, so yeah, he he's just a bad father. <laughs> and... That's a shame, because there's moments in this show where there's genuine chemistry going on, right? Um, especially the most chemistry in this whole show are between Ray and Miri, uh, so goth mm. gamer and the little girl. Uh, there are scenes together where, like, she'll enthousi enthusiastically ask him for something, and he won't want to do it, but by God, he will do it. <laughs> uh, and already... It comes across as he cares more than Kazuki. Um, because Kazuki, he's just doing this because, like, his wife and child, or maybe just his pregnant wife or something, died tragically, and so he needs to live vicariously through this random ass kid. Uh, Ray is like, I, I, I'm, I'm here. She deserves at least some happiness, I guess. Ah, shit. 
Kazuki should be a good character. He's just fucking not. Like, they made him happy and cheerful, but not at all wholesome, and that that feels like a mistake. It <laughs> feels like you, you made a bad choice. Uh, like, obviously, abandoning a cat on the side of the road, that's not great, but it's horrible that it is genuinely just indicative of his character. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you, it can't even just be like, oh, that's a very weird character choice. No, that that's the character he is. He just sort of... D- d- only gives a surface level shit, it seems. Uh, and that's not an interesting character. What I want is just these two friends who are assassins, right? First, I need to see more of a bond between them because they have, like, all right, they're assassins together, right? It very much just feels like that awkward work relationship, but they're also living together. Mm. Um, and that's not great for the dynamics of the show, right? Because. They're two of the most important characters. Their relationship is one of the most important relationships in the entire show. So when it feels like these are just two colleagues engaging with each other for the sole purpose of work, I I don't care about that at all. <laughs> That's not how I get invested. Well, uh, Rem, well, Rem they are, it is still a currently airing show, and there are apparently eight episodes out at the time of this recording. Uh, so who knows, maybe episode four onwards, uh, he, he develops more as a character and he gets a bit more sympathetic and less of a, uh, bad piece of shit father. I mean, have you considered that I think I think they already fucked it up. And then Kazuki and, uh, and, and, and the girl, right? And Miri, they don't have much chemistry because once again, Kazuki's thing is just that, like, he's a happy guy and an overall shit negligent father. Um, so... The only interesting dynamic that we've seen this whole time is between Ray and Miri. In which case, what the fuck are we doing with Kazuki in the first place? I think his role is an interesting one, right? The concept of his character, it's a solid one. The execution of Kazuki, god-awful. Uh, the execution on the other characters, pretty good, but nothing special. Um, and the show overall, I mean... Let's face it, would this have been greenlit if it weren't for Spy Family success? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we all realize what's happening. I mean, I think we all get it. <laughs> would you believe me if I told you that this uh, is a completely original anime? I believe it, right? Because, sure. uh, you know, definitely not indicative of uh, an anime that uh, could sense a coming storm of a certain theme and may or may not have. Uh, yeah, R- tried it, riding the wave, as it were. It, it very much feels like hell. I was prepared for you to say like, "Oh, it's based off of a manga that was older than Spy Family, right?" So no. it doesn't even get that going for it. Uh, but even if that was the case, it's still the only reason it would have been greenlit as an anime is Spy Family, and so the fact that it's just an original anime, yeah, this is they're just really trying to to siphon off some of that hype for themselves. Yeah, it was announced back in uh, the on the 22nd of October 2022, you know, right after Spy Family's <laughs> second part started coming out. So yep, it's yep. like, you know, there's that. I don't want to point fingers, because there is enough think... different here. However. <laughs> yeah, but and the, the problem, though, like, conceptually, once again, I like a lot of the ideas. The roles that you have the characters in, right? 
Uh, like, if you were to just tell me about Miri, tell me about Ray, tell me about Kazuki, I'd be like, okay, I think there's some fun dynamics here. Um, however, when push comes to shove, the execution leaves a bit to be desired. Um, the only really good stuff is the Ray and Miri stuff. Everything else is differing levels of meh. Uh, so just, just, just go watch some goddamn spy family. There's no, <laughs> you can, you can move on. Uh, in episode three, to sort of finish off the little synopsis, episode three, they are getting ready to return, uh, Miri to her mother. They've located uh, the mother, and they're going to return Mary. Um, they we also get some super fucked flashbacks on Ray's behalf. Yeah, where I was like, you gotta. Once again, I love to have this juxtaposition of like really fucked up and then like cute slice of life shenanigans. Right, you gotta do it well though. Uh, you gotta this. It wasn't the worst implementation of it, but. It was sort of uh, just like, oh, uh, uh, what the fuck? Okay, moving on, I guess. Right. Uh, and that doesn't quite work. One show that does do something like that work with like with the tonal shifting uh, that, you know, hey, if, if you want uh, a, a weird found family daddy daughter nonsense, uh, Last of Us currently airing. Real solid shit. Great, great adaptation of the game. Uh, really interesting. Has some great comedy moments and also some super fucked up everything else. Uh, hey, it knows hey, Rem, how to mix hey, those Rem, things together. You're watching a currently airing show. Yeah, I'm. I I know it's astounding. Rhett, and this is the first you're telling me of it. You son it is, of a yes. bitch! How dare you? <laughs> Keep me in the fucking loop with this kind of thing, damn it! I'm so hurt. Ah, <laughs> uh, Sean. I talked to you enough about anime. How can I talk to you about non-anime? Uh <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, a decade of friendship, huh? That's all, What's that good for these days, huh? Loyalty? Uh, companionship? What is that? Does it taste good? I don't know anymore. I feel yeah, so, so hurt. If, if you want something very, very similar, Spy Family. If you want something uh, different, but hits some of these same, uh, s same things that you want to be getting from the show, but aren't, uh, Last of Us, genuinely a fantastic choice. Uh, they end up finally getting to, uh, Miri's mom, and Kazuki talks to her, and it, it's a fucked up situation where basically, uh, Miri is more or less a trauma baby. Uh, and, and so her mother hates her and never wanted her. Uh, there's a lot of abuse going around, and the mom... Uh, not a good mom by any means, but uh, more understandable than many other shitty moms we've come across, right? Um, where uh, many others, <laughs> it's just been like I'm reminded. Oh, what was what was the the music one? Oh, uh, you're lying, April. Oh fuck that that it's it's I suppose slightly better than that. Uh, in quote unquote justification. Uh, but still not great. But also, the show doesn't, thank God, it doesn't try to present it as, like, ah, see, so it's okay that this mom is a terrible mom. It's like, I mean, I guess I understand, but it's still super fucked, isn't it? Which is exactly, that. that is the correct response. Like, <laughs> that is the right one of being like, look, I understand, that's a fucked up situation. You can't drop off your four-year-old like that. Uh, it, 
it's almost like it's fucked up to take a young, innocent little creature, right? That, that you have made some <laughs> degree of commitment to take care of and decided, hey, nah, fam, I'm just gonna abandon it. Real fucked up, eh, Kazuki? Uh, anyway. <laughs> and Rem, of the two options that you were going to be left with, this was the better one. How does that make you feel? <laughs> Fucking hell. I mean, once again, <laughs> this isn't an actively bad show. I just think it could have been a pretty good one. Like, I can see it being like 7 to even like a, up to an 8.5 if it really hit the execution properly. Uh, but now it's somewhere between a 4.5 and a 5.5 in that range. It can be a slightly favorable, slightly disfavorable, or just true fucking neutral. Uh, and that's unfortunate. That is, it, it, it could have been better. Instead, go watch Spy Family. If, you, if you've been like, ah, oh, shit, I've watched Spy Family three times. I can't justify watching it a fourth. Then, uh, if you need an anime, then I guess you can come watch Bu Buddy Daddies. Go for it. <laughs> Live your life. <laughs> oh <my> god <laughs> I'm, know, I'm not offended by the watching experience other than the cat thing but I also don't view it as but I also don't view it as like a super worthwhile viewing experience oh goodness it yeah no genuinely uh, the vast majority of the response was like what they the show started out got a cool f action scene chasing down some violence the promise of you know uh, accidental parenthood, that's great. And one of the literally one of the first things we see is one of our main fucking characters abandoning a cat. Like, to... <laughs> you can't have that as an intro for the character. Here, let me workshop that exact scene, all right? First all right. of all, you don't want that scene because it makes both of your main characters not look sympathetic at all, right? One of them is not taking care of a cat and doesn't really fight for the cat, uh, even though they apparently wanted it for some reason? Uh, the other one just abandons it. It is one of the worst first impressions I can fathom, especially going into an anime where it's to, like, show both of their caring sides, right? Like, that's sort of one of the major points of the entire show. I mean, if you look at Spy Family, uh, Lloyd's, uh, entire introduction was a confused in the situation, but he still tried to do right by Anya at the very least. Like... Yeah. So so here here's let me just workshop this first introduction, all right? Uh Kazuki comes home. Uh he's like, "Why why do we have a cat now?" Uh Ray have Ray actually fucking speak. Jesus fucking Christ. You can you you can have him be an introvert but also talk. Like that's okay. And so have have him comment about like an offhand comment about how like he got lonely right uh which is a subtle dig it talks about their relationship it also establishes a bond between kazuki and ray being like hey you weren't here so i got a little bit lonely i got a cat kazuki's like well we obviously can't take care of it uh ray gestures towards the mountains of like food and everything kazuki comments about like you you take you're willing to put more effort into taking care of this cat than you are yourself Unfortunately, uh, we we have priorities. It's it's we we can't have that. We have to give away the cat. Ray is like initially reluctant. Like you can just cut to him just like guarding the cat while playing a video game one handed or some shit. Uh, eventually we get Kazuki uh trying not to just abandon the cat, but trying very very hard to give away the cat. Right, this should be a lot of effort on Kazuki's. Uh, behalf. It's not easy. 
Uh, but he he can't have the cat, but he also recognizes that it needs care and attention. So we see him put a bunch of effort in to trying to give away this cat. Eventually he finds someone and he's so grateful. Maybe it's a character that we see later, right? Boom, already some seeds planted there. Uh, uh, and there we establish more about their relationship and also establish that both of them are much more sympathetic than whatever clusterfuck intro this show actually decided on. Yeah, no, that sounds way better, Rem. Why didn't you like the show? <laughs> like, holy shit, man. That would have that would have made them way more sympathetic. <laughs> yeah, like, oh man, would have liked them way more. Especially as a first impression. God damn. Yeah, uh, especially considering this is only a 13 episode original anime. It's like they gotta they gotta Yeah, you nail need every it. moment. They gotta nail it. Otherwise it's problematic. Uh so I have two more small notes okay. before we close things off. First of all, the weird water returns. Uh, I know I sound like a broken record at this point. Why do they always seem any large stretch of water, right? They decide to CGI it and make it look all weird and jello-y. Why? Why is this the default? <laughs> Down with the jello water. I, I am uh, tempted to move up another uh, anime on my list uh, because of that statement, because this studio also did an anime that, uh, well, I'll tell you the title of it, and you can probably guess what heavily is featured in it. Uh, it's called The Aquatope on White Sand. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want it. <laughs> so you can imagine, the, stu the studio that did this, uh, PA Works, uh, Look, I keep, there's I, a lot of water. I, so <laughs> I, keep, I keep my water mentions to just like a brief aside anytime it comes up, right? Uh, for all the people who care, you know, all the people who are really into keeping track of what shows have weird water and, and which ones don't. Um... If we were to do something like that, that's just going to be an, uh, a half an hour of just me ranting about Weird Water. Honestly, that could be a banger episode if I'm feeling lazy. <laughs> <laughs> but then the, the second note, overall, the music on the show is really solid, right? Right. Um, uh, pretty, pretty good stuff. Uh, it's quite spy show-esque. Um, it's, it's not like the highest tier, but it's like, yeah, I, I can groove to it. Yeah. Um, it's a little little bit like pop jazz. Uh, but then the outro song. <laughs> no, the intro song, rather. The intro yes, song. Yes, so yes. it's the outro of the first episode, then it's the intro to all the others. The intro, instead of taking the pretty solid musical style that they've used, especially for like the opening scene where they had a really strong musical style there and musical identity, they go for some fucked up auto-tune mess? And look, hey, I'm, I'm not even a hater of autotune. I think it is a tool, and I've seen it used well many, many times. It is not used well here. It is it's kind a of like a It's like a monotone synth wave, uh, like trying to replicate a Vocaloid song from the days when uh, either incredibly talented people made Vocaloid songs or a lot of people made very mediocre Vocaloid songs is what it feels Which, like. Which, like, I don't know, maybe if they went, like, electro jazz or uh, electric funk or something like that. But no, it's just some weird... I, I have no idea what they're going for. I don't, I don't like it. And it hits you at the end of the first episode where before I was like, hey, the, the music, you know, it's, it's not the best ever, but it, it, it's notable. It's something. And then you, you just burn it all. You send it a light. Why? Why? Oh, shit. Uh, I just looked it up. Uh, the guy who made it? <laughs> Fucking Vocaloid producer. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. 
God damn. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Uh, I don't recognize any of his other tunes. Uh, but, you know, when the first when I look him up and the first thing that po- pulls up is the fucking Vocaloid wiki, it's like, ooh, hold on. You might... Mm, I don't... I don't know... Oh, yeah, no, it's all... All the stuff he made is Miku's stuff from 2018 onward, so there's, like, no way in chance... Uh, no chance in hell I've heard it. It feels uh, so wildly unnecessary because it just yeah. doesn't fit anything about the show. Yeah, I, I can't believe I fucking nailed his vibe, though. Holy shit. I feel <laughs> that good is about really that. good. That, that is, is really, really solid. That's like my Adam Sandler moment this week. Not as impactful as yours last week, but th- th- for me, it's about a ru- It's nice feeling right about that. It, it, it's nice <laughs> feeling right. Oh, God. But yeah, no, Ren. Uh, Buddy Daddies, it is definitely one of the shows this season. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a shame, because it genuinely, if it stuck the landing, like, I, I could see it being, like, essentially the, it would always be overshadowed right. by Spy Family. Oh, but yeah. I could see it being sort of like a sidekick, like the go-to recommendation, hey, if you finish Spy Family, you gotta go to Buddy Daddy's. Uh, it's not quite as good, but it'll scratch that itch. Instead, it's like, I don't know, if, like, if you really need something that's very close, I guess. But yeah. there are other options out there. Yeah, and who knows? Maybe, like, by the time it wraps up its 13-episode series, maybe by the end it'll have some real quality to it and character development that makes it worthwhile. Because, I mean, that is the nice thing about original anime, is usually, usually, they plan it out in a way that is going to be satisfying, but it has such a rocky start, it's hard to imagine it's going to end well. I mean, I, I will tell you this, Rem, uh, I only showed you three episodes, because episode four uh, seemed like they were getting some progress, but also felt like more of the same. The whole premise of episode four was literally uh, them frantically trying to get daycare for this kid, because, you know, they have to go out and kill people. Uh, Which and- I, I I was going to bring up, why haven't they done that already? They're rich. Yeah. They're ridiculously wealthy. Yeah. Yeah, no, like, like <laughs> you're, they spent a good $80 on junk food, a variety of junk food. Homie, just bring it to a daycare. Why haven't you done that already? So I guess a part of me is like, I'm happy it's finally addressed. Another part of me is like, why wasn't this step one? Especially you have a guy that you can basically be like, hey, can you help us out with this? Get him to help out. <laughs> yeah no like it feels like a a solution that they could have come up with in episode like say two yeah (laughs) but it took till episode four for that and the whole premise of episode four is like hey everywhere is full what the hell are you gonna do it's like uh, okay cool just hire a babysitter i guess dude yeah like there there are solutions and options and it's like i didn't bother making you watch four episodes because i was like you know I don't know if this fourth episode will make as much of a difference. And when I researched it originally, there were only the four episodes at the time. Uh, so, you know, uh, I figured three would cover it. And I feel like I kind of nailed it. And who knows, maybe maybe in a few weeks, we're going to get a bunch of people coming back with angry emails saying, how dare you? How dare you slander these good, good assassins? <laughs> slander the modern classic, yeah. buddy dead. <laughs> how dare you compare it? to such plebeian trash as Spy Family, when Buddy Taddy's has, in the years since, eclipsed Spy Family. (laughs) (laughs) If that happens, I will eat my fucking hat, all right? That'll happen. Yeah, that's what'll happen. Uh, But no, no, it's, uh, it it is a show. It is 
not one of the worst shows of the season, but it's also not one of the best shows of the season uh, from an overall complex season in terms of things for me to watch. Uh, me personally, at least. There, there are a couple things that are enjoyable, but it's like, uh, this season this season hasn't really shouted to me as some other seasons in recent time have. Um, Despite, it, it, this season, it, it's a quantity over quality season. It feels like that to me, yes. Like, uh, a lot of the romance ones are decent enough, uh, and there's one or two other ones that are good, and of course, like, continuing series that I already knew I was going to enjoy, I'm going into and enjoying them. It's just like, the new stuff is like, I need, I need, I need a little more meat. This feels a lot like, like a salad or maybe some junk food here and there. I, I just need more. That's what I need more. And who knows, maybe by the time I'm finished watching every fucking thing in this season, cause I'm still not done, I'll find something else. But based on like the half of it that I have watched, I'm just like, eh, not super impressed so far. Uh, but Rem, any guesses on what the mal score for Buddy Daddies is? Keeping in mind that there are about eight episodes of a 13-core uh, uh, series out. And, I feel yeah. like my... my my I've, I've been rocked in recent weeks. Uh, oh, yeah. In that I feel like I'm disoriented. I feel like it's harder to grasp, especially as it's still airing. I, it's hard to quantify that. Um, this show, I think most people will be like, hey, it's just a worse spy family. Um... But I think some people will also be into it. I think seven point four five. Okay. I'm trying to I'm trying to like calibrate and be like, ah, you don't want to make the same mistake as you did last week. But then I, who knows, man? Who knows? I mean, you were so wildly off last week. Like it, it was oh, unpredictable. I, it was unpredictable for you, Rem. Like I, I knew it was going to be impossible I, for I'm, you to. I'm in nail. shambles. I'm in shambles. So let let's hope that this week is at least slightly closer. All right. Well, Rem. A shocking only 19,000 people have reviewed Buddy Daddies. <laughs> so it's not exactly uh, high on the list of shows to watch this season. Uh, hence why I was, you know, uh, in a weird spot on my uh, improvised flow chart. Yep. Uh, but it is sitting nice and pretty with a 7.83. Ooh, okay, still quite high. I imagine that'll come down, um, but... Yeah, it's very much, it's very much uh, small numbers. And I know 19,000 people seems like a lot, but when we're talking about like statistical analysts and ratings on a mal, on mal. <laughs> yeah. it's like most people are like over 31 percent of the votes are for uh for eight out of ten which is mind-boggling to me <laughs> oh my god no yeah that's like, that's a little wild yeah so it's like it's 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 a little it's a little top heavy this the show's a little top heavy not many people are uh giving it like a super low score like the majority of the low scores is a six and then, like, 23% is uh, for the sevens. And it's like, yeah, this is just, it's a little lopsided. Of the people who watch it, they're like, yeah, it's fine. It's not great, but it's fine. And some people uh, treat that it's not great, but it's fine vote as an 8 out of 10, which is, you know, that's a, that's a, that's a problem with the greater community that will probably never be fixed. But, you know, we're, we're trying, Rep. We're doing our efforts. We're getting our <laughs> words out there, trying to convince people to reevaluate how they evaluate things. Oh, of course, of course. Uh, but yeah, Buddy Daddies, I think it's a fine show. It's just, man, could it have been better? <laughs> could it have been better? Which is the worst feeling for a show. So I guess the final question I need to ask you, Rem, is there any chance you'd like to watch a little bit more Buddy Daddies with me? Um, no, but I I won't be offended to hear that you keep watching it. Uh, <laughs> you know, I... Why, so, we can, so I can keep track of mine and Dylan's uh, assassin hitman son? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. 
see how he grows to be a man and a father and learn more about that dead dog backstory because that's going to be fun. Can't yeah, wait to yeah. see more of that. Definitely wasn't like a big shock in the middle and the beginning of the episode when I was doing the research on it. Definitely not. Oh, <laughs> uh, right. Well, I think that'll do it then. Thank you all so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed Remington, uh, just straight up like blowing my mind by actually watching current event shows outside of, <laughs> you know, anything super weird or like Bo Burnham adjacent, uh, then please head on over to wherever you get your podcast and leave us a review whether that be Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever. And we do read every single one. They, we do appreciate it a lot. But if that is still not enough for you, you can head on over to twitch.tv slash animeoutofcontext, where myself, Dylan, and Remington do occasionally play video games exceedingly poorly. And if you are still wanting to support us even more, you can head on over to patreon.com slash animeoutofcontext, where you gain access to all kinds of lovely bonus material, including having the opportunity to be thanked live on the podcast. So, Rem, who are we thanking this week? As always, we would like to send our regards to all of our bland bitch protagonists, as well as our magical girls, who we really appreciate. But moving on, we get to our yandere waifus, who are murdering in cold blood just to show that they're the best parents around. And on that list, we have Zombie Snomp, Xanax, you think I'm the worst because when I ask you to suck my dick, you take out your Invisalign first. Yandere Neko, wondering who has a bigger sword, Remington or Kirito, why show and why Jean? Ufo, welcome back to Animatic Context, where today we're watching Interspecies Reviewers. A weekly haiku about Sean, just him and Syrup, nights of real pleasure, but Judy can't know. War, war never changes. Sean, did you know Ajor Lane is coming to White Swords? Walk me home gently, totally God's angel. Titan CNH, the villain behind glasses, the Susanator, the penis, the penis mightier than the sword, uh, Turbin, Tainted Venom, Syrup the Turtle, Spicitis, so when I get cloned, I get a personality. When they clone people, the clones don't receive any, says Miska on the Eva deep dive. Silent Secondary, show Remington Evangelion already for charity. Shoujo Addict, who doesn't need help, just more manga to read and anime to watch. Sean, do you ever plan on showing Rem the eminence in shadow? Seth Senju, Sugoi Dekai, that's what she said. Salty Pretzel, Ross Palmer. Roses are red, violets are dull, Lil Punny loves Rem and his big hole. Uh, Rob Lobdop, Randon Williams, Remington loves big anime mommy milkers. Oof. Uh, that's that's definitely Sean, for the record. Uh, <laughs> especially emphasis on the mommy. Uh, I, Rar I don't know XD, that's... that's I Love You and Dinosaur. Paco El Musico, Other McNutt wants people to know Rem kills elephants for fun. On the count of three, release the holy hand grenade. No waifu, no laifu. Nitaira, Nick Harvey, my lawyer has advised me to get my finances in order. Goodbye, guys. Missing Syrup and Aboro till March 8th. Makeka 7 Hirito, Mecha Ara Ara Baby Zap. Levi Bowles is here for Rem's reviews, not the anime. Leave Denji and Pochita out of harm's way, Sean. Kylo, Crystal Vigu, V. Uh, I will never get that right. Uh, Kirby right back at you is my favorite anime. Keegan Talbot, Cassidy. Judy Hopps cosplaying a turtle would be Sean's wet room, says Miska with her angel sister laughing hysterically in the background. Joshua DePanier, Jax, Janine, Jam Hands. It's Sean, not Sean or Sean. It is me, Mr. Referee. If Haruhi was in the Evangelion universe, either all hell would break loose or Shinji wouldn't need to get in the robot. I want Rem to ruin Darling in the Franks for me. I, Remington, think that St. Jude commercial is hilarious because the cancer kid says, when I grow up. I got my braces off on St. Valentine's Day, now just uh, got my Watakoi box set, so you know what that means, boys. Popcorn and Watakoi after. I don't know what to put here. Hunter Tane, Hunter Davies. Hey, don't cough in my butt. Happy anniversary, Rem. You have now watched more anime than, like, 99% of the population. Nomeo and Juliet is my favorite anime. Glenn Michael Dolan, Ferdy the Turdy. Farmer Weeb wants to wish everybody a happy Docky Marcher, especially Sean. Fantide, electrical powers can 
can be strange, says Miska, unwilling to admit that it sometimes sounds like the theremin when she farts. Dylan Hayden, drink angel milk to prevent wobbly bones, not a conspiracy. Daddy milk, tell, not daddy milk, daddy ref, tell me a bedtime story. Um, you know, there once was a daddy milk. Uh, oh, Creed, <laughs> Creed I don't, I don't, that's <laughs> don't not, worry about it. Don't worry about it. We're on the wrong subreddits for this kind of thing, Rem. <laughs> Country Fred Goth, the cheese monkey. Rock hard for you, dude. Says, do the impossible, see the invisible. Raw, raw, fight the power. Bree loves cheese. Black star, big blue bear boy. Bad anime idea. Bland bitch protagonist with seven lolly sisters who is super OP but can only use his powers when turned on by sisters. Awkward lesbian who just needs a hug. As Joy Wheeler. Do 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 do. Angle angel angle angel. Andrew Sinclair. Elise Howard, Alpha Angel, AJ Tunnels higher than Rem's eyebrows are reading some of these patron names. AJ Honey, a days, Aaron Hegland, I dropped off for six months, at least the name I left here wasn't too weird, thanks for reading it over and over again. $10 Grandma Gumjobs at Brennan's house. Alright, and now we move on to uh, the Boy Wizard tier, where everybody will uh, will get their own DILF. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't wait for this, Rem. You're gonna, you're gonna <laughs> post some certified Rem-approved DILFs, huh? <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm not great in celebrity culture, but BuzzFeed is. So I, I have a list from BuzzFeed. Uh, warning, you're 799 episodes away. You get Ben Affleck. Uh, Vincent Calabrese. Josh DeHamel. DeHamel? I don't know who the fuck that is. Neither do I. Uh, the Fitness Grand Pacer Test is a multi-stage aerobic capacity test that progressively gets more difficult as it continues. Uh, you get Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, the Brown Mamba is back after being abducted to Leighton for two years. You get Daniel Day Kim. Swedish Weeb, you get Mark Consuelos. Uh, Schmaris, you are going to get Brad Pitt. Sean, say this. Oh, Sean! I, Sean, love my sweet mother's booty taste yummy! Uh, you get, uh, Javier Bardem. I also don't know who that is. Neither do I. Uh, <laughs> like, Sean... we, are the, we are the wrong people for this. It's true, it's true. <laughs> like, uh, if you Sean... want to do, like, dad characters, I could... Probably help, <laughs> but real people? Nah, man. <laughs> John, is your birthday September twentieth? Question mark. You get Mark Ruffalo. Um, I and I, you know, all of these have why you want him to be your daddy. For Mark Ruffalo, it says rough rhymes with scruff. Scruff rhymes with take me now. Rumor is he's a real Hulk in bed. Who would have thought? I. I feel like hey, I feel like Mark Ruffalo I, has more like redeeming features than just that. <laughs> yeah, like, I feel, I feel like, like that's putting Mark Ruffalo kind of you know you're putting him on, in a box. Yeah, like I, I it, it, it seems a bit unfair, honestly. I don't know much <laughs> about him. I know he's the Incredible Hulk in like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but like who would have thought that a a list of the 21 biggest stilfs is objectifying men? Uh, <laughs> Sarah Bernowski, you get Channing Tatum. Roscop, you get James Marsden. Uh, Robert Atchison, you are going to get Tom Hardy. Oh, Sean, real quick, before I forget, we're watching Clanded next week, right? You get Stephen Amell. Motogatari takes all the boxes of what Sean and Rem ever said they want in anime. This week's MILFs and child death. You get Usher. Um, Usher? He's, he's, he's a dad, too. Apparently. Okay, weird. Uh, so good, he'll have you screaming, yeah, he knows a thing or two about busting a move on both the dance and bedroom floors. Some tells me those are references to his music, probably. <laughs> you gotta know bust a move. I mean, like, I've heard the phrase. I God just don't know if I could tell you anything about the song. <laughs> Mike got his Overlord review. You get Mario Lopez. Miguel Delion, you get Will Smith. Uh, Massimo Martelli, you get Ricky Martin. 
Latino is third Swedish asks her my kid Alskar Sean Sina Krepskadar. Uh good god. Uh you are going to get Matt Bomer. It should have been the other Nakano. You get Tyson Beckford. If you I don't, don't know watch who any girl. of these people are. <laughs> if you don't watch Girl, an angel beats a penguin up, also I remember him still a girl. You get Hugh Jackman. There there's there's a familiar face. Oh yeah. Uh, hey, very handsome man. Uh, I'm Rem say that Sean's grandma's an angel in bed. I can't hold it back anymore. You get David Beckham. Helps Ward so Rem can buy his Judy cosplay to swallow Sean's sweet, yummy carrot. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh you, get, uh, you get Chris Hemsworth. Uh, Hello, Rex. You are going to get Pedro Pascal. Go ahead, call the cops. Uh, it won't silence voices. They're getting louder. Please send help. You are going to get uh, Andrew Lincoln. Uh, for the first 100 episodes, I thought this was a Harry Potter fan fiction podcast. You get Chris Evans. Uh... Dylan should be let out of his cage. Change my mind. You get... I've also switched lists, by the way, so I don't know if these are proper fathers anymore, if they're just on a random DILF list. Like if they have daddy energy or something like that. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. But you get Henry Cavill. Uh, I mean, Drew I the, can see it. <laughs> yeah. Drew, the magical OnlyFans assistant. Uh, you get Sean Rollins. Congratulations, Sean. Oi. I'm pregnant. Uh, <laughs> this is not how I wanted to learn this. <laughs> Depression and self-loathing is a bitch. That's why I listen to y'all. Y'all funny. Also, I'm officially 29. Yay, I think. Uh, well, happy birthday. You get Norman Reedus. Uh, <laughs> and the funky fetus. <laughs> hey, uh, come down. You get uh, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, Cryptid Milf, you are going to get Jake Gyllenhaal. Crimson Reapers, just because of the sides, you get Hugh Grant. Carver 271, you are going to get, I've switched to an odd list that just says, it, it, it's essentially implying like the future DILFs? The future, pardon? DILFs I don't know if to I, be? I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I like that. That that has some un, uncomfortable subtext. Nonetheless, uh, I think I was on Carver 271. You get Adam Driver. Uh, Brian Audit, you get Daniel Day-Lewis. Weird to have them in the same category. Uh... Yeah. Beethoven 1201, you are going to get Mads Mikkelsen. Okay. Uh, Animated Z, you are going to get Michael Shannon. Uh, All Father Wants Remington to press the button. Also 33 weeks weeks left until Anime Bonsai. Are you excited, Sean? Uh, You will get, oh, baby, Adam Sandler. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Fucking hell, dude. One podcast episode. That's all I want. Just... (laughs) And now we move on to the inappropriate Joey Wheeler tier, where uh, uh, Sean will be giving you fatherly advice, and I'm going to tell you what he really means. Uh, First, Raftai is my anime waifu has returned. Jesus. Fatherly advice. Uh, uh, If you're not using the light in a room, turn it off. Goddamn, these kids wasted my retirement. Uh, wait, no, I need to do a show. God damn, these kids wasted my retirement. Uh, next up, if being sexy was a crime, I would be a law-abiding citizen. <sighs> Fucking hell. I'm trying to... Th- <laughs> Thank God my dad doesn't listen to this podcast, because he's like, well, well, Sean, why don't you give all the advice that I gave you? I'm like, ooh, dad, I... Do it. Do uh... it. <laughs> it's an well, easy most, cheat sheet. The most recent bit of advice he gave me might not be... Well, it's fine. Oh, uh, I can't wait. <laughs> let's see. Uh... When you're sampling different uh, years of whiskey through uh, <laughs> for the same types of bottle, be sure to have it uh, straight and then try a drop of water in it to see how the flavor profile changes and see if you like it a bit more. Uh, genuine thing my dad told me last time I hung out with him. Uh, unprompted. <laughs> uh, what he really means, stop wasting all my good alcohol. 
Uh, Actually, my dad encouraged me to drink some of it next time I have that for them, <laughs> which is interesting. It's like, yeah, now, son, I have this very nice alcohol uh, uh, shelf here, and it's got a bunch of bottles, and they're sorted by year and uh, branding. And uh, if you want to try them, here's what you need to do. And you're more than welcome to it. I'm like, well, thanks, Dad. Uh, wasn't planning to get crunk while house-sitting, but you know, hey, thanks. <laughs> Uh, uh, next up, we got Hermione pegs Harry and Ron. Uh, just because you disagree with someone doesn't mean you have to, uh, actively attack them. Stop being an asshole. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Her son glazed back formed a golden arch as he moved his face closer to her happy meal. Fuck. The fuck? I don't know, man. I don't I, know, man. I, when did, when did our patron decide to become a, a Ronald McDonald fanfic? Is that what they I'm getting re- at? They got real horny for clowns all of a sudden. Very horny up for clowns all of a sudden. Uh, and God, and next thing you know, we're going to have more uh, like Ace Attorney Tornado references. Uh, but that's besides the point. Anyway, uh, let's see. Advice. Uh, a classic bit of advice. Uh, don't be silly. Wrap your willy. Or, you know, it, principle applies. Principle applies. You ain't ready to be a goddamn parent. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Most people aren't. <laughs> Uh, next up, we have my dear old mom. Oh, dear. <laughs> I'm giving fatherly advice to your mom. Yeah, there's uh, some weird layers here. They're, 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 man, uh, Freud would have a field day with us. Uh, <laughs> uh, fatherly advice. Uh, hey, if you think it's going to be a bit chilly, grab a light jacket just in case. I don't want to hear you bitching the whole time. Oh, dear God. Next up, we got David Norstad. Uh... You know, if you're gonna go out drinking, make sure you're responsible and have plenty of people know where you're going and what you're doing. You're such a dumbass, you're gonna die, so at least you have others taking care of you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Next up, last but not least, we got Blood Cell, for real, not the white one this time. I'm sick of their Caucasian audacity, Caucasity, if you will. Uh, <laughs> okay, finally advice. Uh, let's see. Simply put, uh, when in doubt. Listen to your mother. <laughs> I don't want to deal with your bullshit anymore. <laughs> uh, thank you all for tuning in. If you want to reach out, whether it's for a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, you can tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter or send an email over onto AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com. I don't know how I feel about people picturing me as a father figure. I don't know if I'm ready for that kind of responsibility. <laughs> but either way, thank you all so much for tuning in. We love and appreciate you very, very much. And as always, don't fuck your sister. I don't want to point fingers. I want to finger pointers. You son of a bitch! How dare you! Hey, you know me, I'm a little slut. If that happens, I will eat my fucking shit, alright? Okay, let's try that. I guess that's a little better? I guess that's a little better. Okay, cool. I need, like, I don't know, man. Like, the waveforms are larger now. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, let, let, let it be known on the record, Dylan, that Sean fucked up his audio, and he said he wanted you to suffer, so I, I just... Uh, Pot, have you met known. Kettle? Do you not recall last fucking week? 
No, that was fine, though. That was fine. There was a, a minor change that needed to be done. Very minor. It was fine. Uh, yeah. Okay. Whatever you say, jackass. And I tried to contact the man, and I, I was able to eventually succeed. Yeah, fair enough. All right, shall we get started, then? Hell yeah. All right, let's get started in three, two, one, mark. <laughs> 